two, one. All right. Hang on to your hats, folks. We are just getting underway. Had a little problem with uh, the Mixler system just now, but just getting underway. Had a little problem with uh, uh, the Mixler. We are actually there, so I think it's a safe bet. We can uh, get this show on the road. <laughs> so uh, let me see here. Uh, how about I give you the opening foist? Welcome to Firefox News Online, the world's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules apply. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated in the chat room at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room and your chat will be deleted. Also, if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. This is a roundtable discussion broadcast, so please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally, the use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. The views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of myself and those who join me, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. And now, it's time for Firefox News Online. Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And now, America, it is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone. 
and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. Sorry, folks, I forgot to turn up the fader on the on the clip computer. Here we go. Take two. All right, here we go. As you've just heard, it's time for talking points. Well, Anthony Fauci, the director of the NIH and overall flip-flopper of COVID-19, is at it again. That's right, he's doing it one more time. Why, the guy can't seem to make up his mind as to just how he's going to convince us this time. Well, here's what's happening. In a nutshell, according to Dr. Fauci, he's admitting he's not convinced COVID-19 is natural. Yes. According to Anthony Fauci, he's admitting it's that he's not totally convinced COVID-19 is a natural situation. And I have the story for discussion. I'll read that in just a little bit. But, you know, here's a guy who is the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, and he doesn't seem to know his ass from his elbow. At least that's the impression I'm getting based on what I've seen, heard, and read from this ass clown. I mean, come on, really? You're going to sit there and tell the people you don't need to wear a mask in the early goings of the pandemic. This from a guy who's supposed to be some expert. Well, okay, here's another little nugget for you. Then he decides, no, you have to wear a mask. Okay, wait a minute, it gets crazier. Then he decides, you don't have to wear just one mask, you need two. So, I'm kind of confused, Dr. Fauci. Um, is it... No mask, one mask, two masks. Next thing you're going to say, three masks. Uh, Dr. Fauci, you are probably about as bright as a broken light bulb. Okay, and I'm sorry, man, but you are just in fucking sane. So when it comes to the, the, the doctor, doctor of stupidity, stupidity, we're kind of saddled with an idiot. I mean, I'm curious as to how he graduated medical school because he's an idiot, a fucking dumbass idiot. And, of course, he's denying payments being sent to the lab in Wuhan, you know, to help fund it and shit like that. And come on, motherfucker, you think we're stupid people out here? I mean, not all of us are Democrats and certainly not all of us are Joe Biden types, we actually have working brains. We actually know what we're talking about. And you're going <laughs> to you're going to tell us, seriously, you're going to fucking tell us first in the early days of the pandemic, no mask. Then a little bit later on, one mask. Then a little bit later on, two masks. Now you're saying that you're not totally convinced that it's natural. What fucking testing did you do on the virus to get that conclusion, fuckhead? 
dear God in heaven, Fauci must think Americans nationwide are nothing but stupid imbeciles and morons or clones of Joe Biden. So I, I got a really good question for America right now. When are you going to wake the fuck up? We've been living in some states under strict quarantines, mandates, and everything else. Okay? Thanks to the CDC. Uh, you know, I know a lot of people don't trust the CDC, but hey, listen, I trust them a little bit more than I trust uh, the World Health Organization who co-signed China's shit. So please give me a break. All right? Now, if you want my really deep down honest opinion here, and of course you're going to get it, here's the deal. As far as I'm concerned, the CDC finally got something right. I mean, why get this vaccine if it's not going to protect you at all? Why get a vaccine and then have to wear a mask? Okay? Well, thanks to the CDC, we can now go places and not have to wear a mask. We don't have to share our health information, which, you know, anyone asking is asking a uh, question that violates our HIPAA rights. So... Here's the deal. I'll give you a prime example. Check this out. Saturday, I went shopping. Okay, now normally when I go shopping, I have to put a mask on. Now, because of the CDC's recommendation and their new guidance on vaccinated people and masks, I initially went in wearing a mask and I took it off because I saw other people walking around without a mask. And I put the mask on strictly out of, you know, having done it so many times to go shopping previous. Nobody said anything to me. The store manager didn't say anything, nor did any of the employees. In fact, I asked an employee what the policy was from them since the new guidance came out. Here's the deal. If you're vaccinated, you don't need a mask. Take a mask off. Wow. I felt free. I'm a free American once more. Well, I was always a free American. It's just that, uh, well, quite frankly, wearing those masks made me feel like a criminal. You know, the old West. All right, people, reach for the sky. We're here to take your money, have our way with the women, folk. And there's nothing you can do because you can't identify us because we are wearing masks. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so, I mean, come on, America. The CDC says if you're fully vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask. Many stores and businesses, I'm hoping, are taking that to consideration because now it's time to lower the veil, take off the mask, and get back to life as it was before the pandemic. Even this stuff about social distancing needs to be curbed. I mean, come on. Now, I'm going to get together with my family. Uh, I think it's in July. And I'm not taking a mask with me or any kind of face covering. And if they don't like it, tough titty, said the kitty, when the milk's hard chewing. I refuse to wear a mask now that I'm fully vaccinated. Now, I know there are people out there who are still very dead set against getting the vaccine. Well, let's see. 
I got mine, uh, let's see, February 26th, the first shot, March 26th, the second shot, and I'm still alive. I'm still kicking. But bear in mind, I'm not trying to convince anyone to get this shot. I'm just telling you my experience. So here's the deal. Dr. Fauci may be a lot of things, but a brainiac is not one of them. Uh, I've never in my life trusted a doctor less than Dr. Fauci. And believe me, I don't trust Anthony Fauci as far as I can throw him, and that ain't very far at all. So America, we have to look at the bright side. Fauci's a screw-up. And eventually it's going to come out in the wash, as the saying goes, that the Wuhan lab released a man-made strain of COVID-19. It got away from them, and it got spread around the world. And thanks to China not letting anyone investigate and all that good shit, China, I personally believe, has hold of that very man-made COVID-19 through their military. It's a bioweapon. It's that simple. It is a bioweapon. So Fauci may be right on this and he may not be. Who knows? I'm just telling you what I think and what I believe to be possible. I pray I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. Hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Trend this all over the globe on social media right now. And with that having been said, it is now time as always for the rest of the story. Okay. Hello, everybody around the globe, wherever you are, whether it's here in America, right at home, or somewhere bouncing around in the various countries that pick up this broadcast live, large, and in charge, or in archives. All right, well, we're just starting our day, just getting it going here. So, uh, let's see. Let's see how we make out with the fun stuff. All right. That's, oh, uh, bring in my uh, callers, Gunslinger and Mike. The crazy Cajun from Louisiana. And of course, uh, <coughs> excuse me, I have a tickle in my throat that's been bothering me for the last half hour. So uh, I apologize for the <coughs> trying to attempt to clear it. So, like the old saying goes, It is what it is. How's it going there, Mike? Um, I'm doing good. A little bit wet, but good. Well, you, you guys know. have been getting some soggy weather. What, over the whole yes, weekend? Sir. The whole weekend? Pretty much. We get the weather. We get a couple days later, we get the weather that the gun gets a couple days before. Yep. 
Ah, so gunslinger, that old saying is true, I guess. Sharing is caring. Well, in this case, when it comes with the water, yeah, because there's there's water still uh, standing out there in the yard, and it's been raining. It just stopped about two hours ago. It's been raining all day long, off and on. Sometimes, uh, like pouring piss out out of a boot. I mean, it's pouring at where it was earlier today. Ooh, if I got good news. I got good news. Oh. oh, well, well. besides me tripping over a goddamn board last night and spraining my ankle and hanging up my elbow like a dumbass, besides that, Texas has, it's the, the constitutional carry is going to Governor Abbott's desk as we speak. It was approved completely through the everything last night by unanimous vote almost. At Sunday at 12 o'clock at night, you got to be kidding me. Wow. They are working late, aren't they? But it's going to the governor's desk right now. That is Wonderful fantastic. News. That's great news, Gunslinger. That is great news to hear. I'm happy for you, for you and your fellow Texans. I, I think that's amazing. Uh, if anything, the, you know, it should have happened a long time ago, but you can't, you know, you can't quibble about what could have been, what should have been. Fact is, it's happening, and that's what counts. I mean, God knows, you know, constitutional carry is what it's all about, there, brother. That's what it's, that's what it boils down to. Yep. So that is wow. I. Yeah, I saw something. I saw you wrote. I, I saw you put something in the FFNO uh, news and topic room. Um, about that, and uh, I'm glad you you brought it up. And uh, knowing Governor Abbott, he'll sign that sucker so fast the smoke will be coming off the pen before the ink is dry. Oh, yeah, he'll probably start signing it before the paper even lands on his desk. And yet, thing in air, in, 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 you know, airborne, I'll get, I'll, hell, I'll sign it right there before it lands on my desk. That's what he's already said. That's why we got a good governor. Pro gun, all the way. Well, that is yep. far out. Seriously, that is far out. Um,. Wow. I'm speechless, actually. I'm actually speechless. Well, you know, I knew that one day it was going to happen. Okay. And like I said, I got my CHL in 1995 when the law first came out. They first passed it. Should have been that should have been constitutional carry even back then. Okay. I, I don't know what their problem is. I don't know what their problem is in any other state. Well, except New York and Chicago or you got libtards or, you know, governors and everybody else down to your, what your local dog catcher is probably a libtard too. But, you know, that's been, look how many years that's been since 95. I mean, wow. I'm going, you know, and it's like, it's what part of that in the second amendment, don't you understand? You have a right to keep and bear arms. You know, and in Texas, be it a gun state. Oh my God. 
like I said, we should have been leading the entire nation back then, back in 95. Okay. Oh, I agree. Really... I think it should have happened a long time ago. Uh, why it didn't is really a mystery. I mean, you would think that a state the size of Texas, okay, where it, you know, where, where, you know, carrying a firearm on your belt is as natural as, uh, you know, as, as, uh, walking down the street and chewing bubble gum at the same time. It's just that easy. And you've got people, you know, law-abiding citizens in the state of Texas that are so proud to carry their, their firearm on their belt. Some of them, I've, now I don't know how true this is, but I've heard that some of them even go the extra mile and carry this, the, the gun on their belt, but they have custom, some of them actually get custom-made holsters for their guns. Which is, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. But I've heard, you know, I've heard stories about custom-made, uh, you know, with designs on them, the whole bit. Oh yeah, definitely. They're people, you know, in Texas, people used to used to carry pearl-handled, you know, uh, revolvers. That's going to come back, I'm sure, more than likely. Now, and, and under the constitutional carry, you can carry semi-automatic or a, a revolver, handgun, or a wheel gun. Okay, like I carry right now, three fifty-seven Magnum. Uh, mm. Yeah, I mean, there's some there's there's some expensive pearl handles out there, and really fancy ones, you know, and that's the way it should be, you know. Remember that back in the old Wild West, them them gunslingers. Well, I am a gunslinger. What am I talking about? Walked around with you know pearl handled pistols and all that shit. Pretty cool, I think. Good. Yeah, I, I think. Mm-hmm. Um... I think the, 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 the harsh reality is there, there are some folks, you know, who, who love carrying, you know, their fire, love the fact that they can carry a firearm on their belt in a state where, you know, it's back in the days of the old West. I mean, for crying out loud, it was just as natural to carry a, a six shooter on your belt. Uh, as it was to to hop on a horse and take a ride down the trail, it, ju- it was right. just yep. it was just there. It was it was it was it was a part of you that went with you no matter where you went, except maybe except maybe when you when you got in the in the tub, in which case they were afraid it might rust. So and they didn't have plastic bags in them days. So you know it's kind of a catch twenty two. Now we have chrome plated, so you can take it with the shower with you. <laughs> yeah, but is the is the entire weapon chrome plated? I mean, you got to remember, there's the working parts may not be. Actually, they are. The, every Ooh. every inch of the weapon, if you got a chrome plate, because I had a chrome plated three fifty seven one time. Every inch of inside and out of chrome plated. I mean, wow. you can soak that some bitch in water and it's still fucking shoot. Okay, inside the barrel, the barrel, the trigger, the hammer, the you know everything is all chrome. It's a beautiful weapon, absolutely beautiful weapon. Yeah, yeah probably expensive so, yeah. too. Yeah, they run a little bit more than your in your you know blue coating 
that, that standard on well, any type of firearm or any type of gun for that matter. But yeah, chrome plate, you're going to pay a little bit more for it. But it, it won't rust. I mean, you know, you can take it out there and barbecue out there naked in the pouring down rain with your with your gun strapped on, and a chrome plate one won't rust. <laughs> well, uh, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I'll take your word for it, Gunslinger. <laughs> So last okay. night, last night, George, go gunslinger couldn't have. You talked. You said you know, carrying a gun in Texas was like uh, chewing bubble gum and walking at the same time. Gunslinger tried that last night and it didn't work out too well for him. Right, God? No, it didn't. <laughs> I wasn't even chewing gum. It <laughs> wasn't even. See, it wasn't even chewing gum. And yeah, but you know, accidents happen. You know, I'm just I'm just glad you weren't seriously yeah. hurt, buddy. That, that's one that, that's what I'm grateful for. That yeah. you weren't seriously hurt. You know, it could have it could have ended up a lot worse. But I, but I didn't get my gun dirty. I can heal my gun. I don't want it dirty. You know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hey, listen, a dirty gun doesn't do you a whole lot of good, especially if you got to use it to defend yourself with. And did you? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Did you see this one here? It's a speaking of guns, like we talk about here on on the show all the time. This happened in Georgia, and this is this could possibly happen anywhere. And this happened at a pizza restaurant. You go to pizza restaurants, don't you, George? Mike? On occasion, yeah. I know I do. Look what happened at this. I think this is a CC's Pizza, or I forget which one is. Yeah, CC's or something like that. This happened in Georgia. Watch this. It's very graphic, but. Watch it. Anyway, it's only a minute long. Well, I'll tell you what. Let me, uh, I take it the video is the one with the wanted poster showing. So, uh, Mm, yeah, it's a scroll down almost halfway down the deal, and there's a yeah, it's about halfway down. Well, no, I take it back. There's yeah. it's a it's a tw- it's a Twitter one. That's a Twitter video. You know. Yeah. Okay. Well, <clears throat> uh, let me see here. Baby, move the baby. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. second. This this is going to get interesting. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I can't. Can't pop this video out for some reason. Okay. Looks like I'm going to have to do this the old-fashioned way. So let's see here. Video presentation. Uh, This here, that there. And do like so. Folks, what you're about to see, holy mackerel, it's a (laughs) cat fight, but trust me, it could get ugly. I've heard of fighting over Let me see if I can 
do a little there try and bump this up just a size just a little bit since I can't pop the video out for some reason so here goes nothing let me switch my feed from from one view to another view there all right watch close now there's gonna there's sound to it so you'll probably you'll probably hear what's being said uh, but the guys on the phones will not so I'll let you guys know once the video is done okay so here we go for those of you watching on the video feed say this in fact I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this back the video back in motion because uh, it will loop but I want to be able to uh, the, the video is muted as far as it's the audio coming from it but folks I want you to take a good look at this all because she, as it says right there she all because she didn't like her baby daddy's new girl Hey, you don't like the girl? Fine, don't like her. But you don't have to beat the shit out of her. What the fuck is wrong with people? What are you, high on drugs or something? I mean, for God's sakes, that's the most insane fucking thing to do. And especially in front of a child? Well... What's even worse about it is there was grown adults standing around and with a finger up their ass and did nothing to stop this. Okay. Now I, after I seen this, I don't care what happened or what caused it. Okay. That's kind of irrelevant at the, at the time or at the moment or even there is kind of irrelevant, but I got on the phone with Texas law shield, which I'm a member of a, a uh, attorney firm that represents people in case they have to use their firearm in defense of oneself or in this case it would be a defense of a third party third party third person okay mm -hmm. and i, I kind of figured this from my from my training from from when i got my chl and i showed i sent the video to the attorney because i talked to one of the licensed attorneys there and i asked him i said is this still legal that you can still use deadly force uh, to to protect a third par a third party or a third person, he said yes. He said, "Put yourself in that person's shoes. Would you be fearing for your life?" I said, "Yeah." But he said, "There's a there's a certain thing you got to watch for here now. When it first starts, if you if I was standing there and this happened down there at CC's Pizza down there in Waxahachie, Texas, where I usually go, okay, 
the the simple act of fighting, the cat fighting between the two women there, <clears throat> does not constitute um, deadly force. If you were sitting there, standing there, had a concealed handgun license or constitutional carry or whatever, okay? When this idiot drags the white chick out and starts beating her and stomping her with her foot, that's when the picture changes. That's at that point is where, according to the attorney, and this is very true, uh, under Texas law now, that this is where you could use deadly force because that girl is fixed to get brain damaged, brain dead, broken neck. Who knows? I mean, your 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 skull may be pretty thick, but when you've got a big old girl like that stomping down on your head, that right there would constitute deadly force. So you, if it happened any other place that was you know had the concealed carry or the open carry, wouldn't be good for that girl. Yeah, the the one thing that I've because I, I, I've got the video uh, silenced as far as the audio, as I said before, and it's in constant loop. So the people are watching this as we're talking about it. Um, I think the, the the harsh reality is uh, the 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 white the, the white female is unable to defend herself because the the other the, the other woman who's who, who's a, a black woman uh, is literally dragging her by her hair. Now she's not a natural blonde, obviously, but that doesn't matter. The fact that she's a she's 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 weight wise not 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 as big as this other as the girl beating her. The the harsh reality is here's a woman who is beating someone senseless. At first, you see, when you first see the video, and for those of you watching, you see it before she's dragged out of the store. Her child is right there in harm's way. And for the life of me, I can't understand why nobody standing in that store would would get between them and stop this insanity. That is going to scar that child for life, especially if that if that child is her is her daughter. Okay, the, the, you know the girl being beat. If that if the girl being beaten is being beaten in front of her child. That's going to cause emotional scarring for the rest of that child's life. I'm not joking. You know, oh yeah. People can yep. can say what they will. Okay? My father for for all of his uh, ability to, you know, to to work and put food on the table and make sure that there was a roof over our heads. It stopped there when when everybody walked out of the house. And it was just him and me in the house. And he decided to use me as a fucking punching bag. Okay? Just imagine a child being beat like that. Trust me, I got hit in the head more times than I care to count by my father when, when I was a child. None of my siblings, my mother, nobody ever saw, saw this happening. He made absolutely certain that no one was there. So I can under I, I the emotional scarring is there, and it carried in it carried oh, yeah. into my adulthood. Okay, does it affect me in the in the respects that it's going to make me uh, do something stupid? Well, it did, 
I turned to alcohol to numb the emotional pain. It didn't work, but that's what I tried. Some kids become so emotionally scarred that they, they literally clam up. They stop talking. They will not say a word to anybody. And they will fear anyone bigger than them. Well, yeah, definitely. Well, here, one, here, here's one more that you can run if you want to. It's in the, you know, I'll pop it in there right now. Uh, fast forward to 15 minutes and 61 seconds, I believe. Let's see here. Yeah, 15 minutes and um, 61 seconds. And, and this happened this month, just a couple of weeks ago. Okay, this nutcase is standing in his yard. He has a history of mental illness, wink, wink, hint, hint. And he's already shot three people. Two of them die. And this is the actual body cam of the cops that are responding to this situation. You could see him actually shoot this guy. Ah, uh, boy. Oh, it's just graphic. Very graphic. So you want to play it, whatever, you know, or look at it later or whatever. Now, is it the, is it the uh, one that says, the video that says critical incident community briefing? Or is it further down? It's the very last one on in the Mixler chat room. No, no, I'm looking at the uh, at the at the Western Journal page. Um, oh yes, yeah, video. It's a video. It should be a video. I thought it was a YouTube video. It is. I, I'm just making sure that it's the right video. I'm going to. I'm going to pop. I'm going to pop it open yeah, on yeah. YouTube itself. Um, just fast forward. Fast forward to 15 minutes and 61 seconds. That bypasses the the 911 dispatch. They had it word for word, but. At that point, 1561 is the first responding officer in his, in his, in his body cam thing. Man, this is why another reason you need constitutional carry. Just watch. All right, so wow. 15 minutes and when? 61 seconds. 1561, okay. 1561 or 51? Oh, 1541, my mistake. 15 minutes and 41 seconds into the, into the video. That's the first responding cop that rolls up to the scene. All right, I'm going to have to, I'm going to, have to settle for 15, 1539 because I can't get it to stop exactly there. Uh, the audio will be playing on this. So, again, for those of you watching, uh, those of you, for, for you guys on the phone lines with me, uh, bear with me. I want to hear from Mike on on this too. Uh, his thoughts on this uh, on the on the first one we showed, and then on this one, of course, uh, when it's conclude when we conclude, uh, or at least where I hope I, I'll try and stop it where it should. All right. So let me switch over to that video, and I'm going to have to remove myself from the view of it because my big head is blocking a corner of the video. <laughs> not, a, not a very cool thing to have happen, uh, but it is what it is. So disappearing. All right. Oh, and this will pop out. How nice. So now we'll just... Uh, I'll just have to make a few adjustments here. 
picture in picture. There we go. All right. So here goes nothing. Twenty six house fully engulfed. Twenty six. All right, Shots fired. Shots fired. Shots fired. Drop the gun. Drop the gun. Drop the gun. Go, 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 go. Move in. Move in. DC! Where's he at? 26, shots fired, shots fired, subject down. 10 more, shots fired, subject down. Morian Kelly's, Morian Kelly's. One subject down. <clears throat> you pass me, you pass me. Come on, give quick, 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 quick. Yeah, back, 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 back. He still got the gun, he still got the gun. He still got the gun. Push forward, push forward. Show me hands, 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 hands. Hands, 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 hands. Pull him out. Grab his hand, pull him out. I'm coming, coming. Have medics at two subjects down. Red 
Stop it there, George. Okay, the rest of it's just um, whatever happens. Yeah, there's a guy in the black. The guy in the black computer. In the street. Mm. Hey, tell her. Go to the gun right by the red car. Wow. Put it. All right, at this point, I'm going to wow. stop right there. Um, what you have just seen, um, wow, I, I don't even know what to, what to say to this. Um, Gunslinger, um, very quickly, cause I want to get, uh, Mike's, uh, comments on the previous video as well as this one and the situations that happened so uh quickly uh on this video what uh what was the ultimate um situation the suspect was shot at and we saw it i mean we all saw this those of us watching the video <clears throat> and for those of you who are listening on the radio side uh be sure to go to rumble.com slash God, I can't even think straight because after seeing that, it's like my my mind is blown. Uh, <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> I'll give you the I'll give you the Rumble address as soon as my my brain cells will let me do that. After seeing what I just witnessed. All right, so Gun, what was the uh, ultimately the the end result with the suspect? Well, according to the story on, on the on the deal there, they said he, he's lived there for a number of years, and 
he's had, they've had continuous problems with this person, the one that got shot. Um, he, they said that he was suffering from mental illness of some form. Okay. Before the cops got there, he shot three other people. Okay. Uh, two of them died at the scene. He died on the way to the, uh, to, under the hospital. But this is, this could be your neighborhood. This could be my neighborhood. Now you see why I carry a gun and everybody else should carry a gun. Three people got shot. Two of them dead. Okay. Third one is in serious condition or I think it was. And this happened this month, just a couple of weeks ago, May 8th of this month, this month. And there you go. Why, why, why is this guy not in a fucking mental institute? Did you not see what, I mean, look at the barrage of fucking hell of bullets. I, 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 I can, I can say, I, 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 go ahead. Wow. I was yeah, shocked. It's, it's, it's incredible. <laughs> it is absolutely amazing. I mean, <clears throat> a few weeks ago, uh, and I'll get to Mike uh, in a second. A few weeks ago, we had a, inside the complex where I live, we had a drive-by shooting. And I was on my way to an appointment and we were little, there was literally a, you know, a shitload of police here. Um, I've never lived anywhere where there was a, uh, drive-by shooting taking place or shootings within blocks of where I lived. And since I moved to this location, uh, last year, early, not even weeks not even weeks into living here, there was a shooting just a couple of blocks or so uh, away from me. And then a few weeks ago this year, a drive-by shooting. Uh, and here in this complex, you know, we've got families, we've got children. And this happened in broad daylight. So it's like, when you see video like what we just, what I just presented uh, moments ago, ladies and gentlemen, the, the irony of it is um, decent law-abiding citizens, according to our Constitution, have a right to keep and bear arms, and that right shall not be infringed. But the Democrats, the liberal left, would rather we were disarmed and the criminals can... Get all they want. I mean, it's it's insanity. And then, of course, you got the, the 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 dumbasses on the left who want to defund the police, and in some cases, abolish them altogether. Um. So, um, Mike, let me go to you. Um, I know you probably weren't, I don't know if you actually watched the, went to a video site and saw it, or if you watched it, uh, from the, from the link that, uh, Gunslinger provided, but, um, I'd like to hear what your what your thoughts are. It's sad to say 
and in a lot of these Democrat-run cities, that's a, I don't want to say a daily occurrence, that whole situation. I don't want to say it's a daily occurrence, but it's damn near, you know. And, you know, it it is what it is. And like you said, when you got these people that want to, you know, about, uh, uh, defund the police, get rid of the sheriffs, you know, uh, de- abolish ICE, you know, and you, you, you go and you're working up the food chain and doing that, you know, and, and they want to get rid of all policing or defund all policing, you know, and without, I mean, thank God those guys, those cops were there. I mean, yeah, you got a couple of critically injured and maybe killed people, but it could have been worse. It could have been much worse, you know, if the cops hadn't shown up when they did. You know, yeah, they could call, but it could have been much worse. And like you said, George, there are, much like you, there are a lot of people that live in complex plexes like yours all over the country that maybe maybe aren't in the best parts of town, but they can't they they don't have the money to live in any place else and and they or buy a house or whatever to get out. This is what they just have to do and those type of shootings tend to take place in these crime ridden in inner cities. And it's and it's horrible and it's sad, but again like we said, uh if if they it's going to happen more often if they get their way, which I, I don't think they'll. I mean, I'd like to not see them get their way and defund the police and defund the police all over the place, but that's what they want to do. I mean, we're talking about, you know, defunding the police in Oregon or in Portland or in Seattle or in, uh, you know, New York or Minneapolis or whatever. But the, the, their ultimate goal, George, is to defend the police or abolish the police all over the all over the country. You know. Now, in places like Louisiana and and Texas and stuff, will that happen? Probably not. But in the more liberal states, hell. You know, I know some people from Minneapolis that I listen that do like, you know, like you do and do one of one of these guys. And they're talking about, well, these 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 liberals in Minneapolis want to defund the police. You know, and they're still trying to do it. So Minneapolis, St. Paul, you know, and, and all that stuff. So. I mean, it's sad, but like I said, George, situations like that, it could be Baltimore. The next one could happen in Miami, New York, uh, uh, Dallas. Well, maybe not so much Dallas, but you get the point. L.A., San Francisco, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, 
So back to you, George. Yeah, I, I think the uh, <clears throat> excuse me. The harsh reality is we are faced with lawlessness all across our nation. And what we have to remember is, you know, as 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 law-abiding citizens, you know, we we have at least we're supposed to have a fully manned, fully capable and ready to protect uh police force in every, in just about every city and sta- and town and, and so forth across the nation. That includes and not limited to uh county sheriffs and state police. But the the liberals because of the mass shootings and because of uh bad apples in on in the police departments uh like uh like Chauvin for example um they 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 they're crucifying the good cops while the bad apples you know either they get away with it like that uh Capitol Hill police officer who shot Ashley Babbitt Or their 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 trials are taking for fucking ever, like it did with Chauvin, and it shouldn't have happened. So my 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 thing with with all of this is, and and I and I hope to God that people who know Schumer, Pelosi, Feinstein, and others in the Democratic Party. Are paying attention to what I'm about to say because I want them to pass this along to them. Stop trying to defund. Stop trying to abolish. Stop trying. Stop crucifying the good officers that are out there risking their lives every single day for for all of us. And do your fucking jobs right for a change. You've got police officers trying to do the best job they can. Yes, you're going to have bad apples, but don't take out on the rest of the police force for the actions of a few. And if you can't do that, if you're not willing to to at least listen to what I'm saying or heed the, the words I'm saying, then you have no business sitting in the seats you're sitting in because if you think for one minute that you know, this is going to end well? Defunding police and doing all that shit? Well, guess what? It's not. You're going to push all of us law-abiding citizens into a corner. And if you push us into a corner, what happens when you push an an- a wild animal into a corner? They come out... They come out all set and ready to go. You corner somebody. Okay? And you don't get out of their way fast enough, they're liable to come out swinging. In my my life, I've seen that happen. So take this to heart, Democrats. Stop trying to add more gun laws to the books. 
Because the only people that are going to follow the law are the people who are law-abiding. Your gun, your anti-gun laws, are nothing more than a than a set of handcuffs on people like me, gunslinger uh, Mike from here in New York, and and God knows how many other law-abiding gun owners across this country. So, you you know, it's it's as simple as that. Stop trying to take away that which you can't take away. Constitution says a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. It's that last part of, of, of the Second Amendment. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed is what you should be paying the fuck attention to. If you can't do that, if you can't abide by the Constitution that you swore to uphold, then you need to resign today. Because incidents like we we just witnessed are only going to get worse. And believe me, it's getting worse as time goes on. All right, guys. I had intended to uh, do the Fauci story, but unfortunately, uh, time's you know, time is running short. I do have some clips that I'm going in lieu of the stories I was going to cover. Uh, not all the stories I'm, I brought up for I brought in for discussion tonight may get covered tonight. May have to do it some of them tomorrow, which is fine. I can live with that. But I've got some some stuff here that uh, you might find interesting. Seriously. So on that note, <clears throat> starting with Joe Biden. Now, apparently, Biden is facing investigation over $87 million dollars in migrant hotel housing contracts. Wait till you hear this, everybody. You're going to pro- you're probably going to be pissing your pants with with anger. You're probably going to be shitting a brick with fury. And you should. Don't don't let this just don't dismiss this out of hand. Take a listen. Joe Biden's lying again. He says the border is closed, but his administration actions imply otherwise. The administration now paying $87 million to give to illegal migrants free hotel rooms after they're caught crossing the border. Joining me now with reaction, America First legal founder and former White House senior advisor, Stephen Miller. So, Stephen, why are they being put in the hotels to begin with? This is a very important point. They are not being put in the hotels a staging ground for removal, which is how hotels were used in the past, albeit sparingly. The hotels are being used as reception and welcome centers. The contract you're referring to, which is now under investigation because the individuals involved in setting it up were also tied to the transition, equates to 350 
dollars per illegal migrant per day. They may as well give this contract to the Four Seasons and mm. save the taxpayers money. How many people right now that served this country honorably in uniform are having trouble, people that served in Vietnam, people that served in the Gulf War, they're having trouble paying their housing bills, while you have illegal immigrants getting $350 per day in free housing services before being flown to their destination or by bus brought to the destination of choice inside America. Yeah, so you said this, this is just a welcome center. So they're just giving them breakfast and processing them? Like, wh what is actually going on? Why do they need a room it's to a welcome great question. them? It's a great question, because you might ask, why wouldn't they just, if they're going to do that, why not just release them right out of the border? Part of it is purely for appearance sake. DHS assumes that reporters for most outlets aren't going to follow up to the next stage of the process. So they figure, well, if we don't release them right here at the border, there's not going to be cameras, there's not going to be visuals. So we bring them uh. just a little bit further into the interior out of public view. That's a big factor here. The second reason is, is because the local communities will be up in arms if everyone gets released there. So they try to distribute them all around the country. Again, that's a PR thing. That's just to help with optics. The third reason why is because it does take a little bit of time to line up funding sometimes through NGOs, non-governmental organizations, to get these illegal migrants onto buses or planes to the next stage of travel. So for all those reasons, none of which are virtuous, is pushed off into hotels. Interesting. Now, the secondary point, because this is important, the person that's getting the contract worked on the transition. Now, we were promised normalcy. We were promised to return to business as usual. Oh, that's right. Business as usual is the people that are well connected to the politicians get the contract. Yeah, I mean, this is just outrageous. Honestly, having worked on a presidential transition, having worked, obviously, at the highest levels of the White House, this would never happen when Donald Trump was president. Never, ever, ever would this have happened. In fact, President Trump would have made sure if we were doing a contract, it would be the person with the best experience, with the most efficiency, and the best savings for the taxpayer. This group doesn't even have any experience working with ICE. As best we can tell, they have no clue what they're doing. This looks absolutely, on its face, it looks corrupt. And I'll say one more thing, which is that this is about whether or not this country has a border. Paying for expensive hotel-based welcome centers for illegal immigrants is categorically insane. There's no other word for it. It is actually insane. No country that wishes to survive would ever voluntarily adopt a policy. That's why my group, like this, that's why my group, AF Legal, is fighting back against this lawlessness. You can find out more at aflegal.org. But it would be like if President Biden came into office and announced in the first week, Hereby, immediately, the U.S. military is dissolved. You don't, as a president, have the right to decide which aspects of our national defense exist and which are erased. Apparently they do, because they're leaving it on states like Texas to defend this border. The people of Texas don't pay taxes to the secure the border. That's not their job. It's, it's up to our national government to do that. And the fact that they're not doing it is just sad. Anyway, thanks, Stephen, for joining us. It's program. an outrage. Thank you. All right, <clears throat> you guys heard the uh, clip. Starting with you, Mike. What do you th what What do you say?
Okay, Mike's not not there. He's there, but not there. Gunslinger, I'll go to you. And then I'll try Mike again. Well, you know, you know, since I am a tech, uh, Texas, and that's a border state down here, you know, these people are going to be, you're going to see more and more, okay? You know for a fact, and if you don't believe me, go look it up, it's the own government statistics. Blacks and Mexicans uh, do the most crime anywhere. doesn't necessarily have to be a border state. It's more prevalent at the border states, obviously. But these two groups of people are responsible for, I'd say, 80% of the criminality in this country. Okay, I seen it firsthand a short time that I was in the county jail a few number of years ago now. And it was blacks and it was Mexicans. Very little. There was whites, yeah. Yeah, there's whites, absolutely. There's a few Asians in there. But the majority of the population was blacks first and then um, Mexicans. Uh so, yeah, these people don't come here for really a better life. Maybe a few of them do, but most of them come here to take, to take advantage of the, of the government tit. Free housing, free this, free that, free blowjobs, free everything. And these people, we have, this, this what makes me so goddamn mad, is we have homeless veterans and, and, and homeless people that are out there on that street, okay? And these motherfuckers are not even citizens of this country, and they're getting $350 a day to uh, be uh, shacked up in a goddamn hotel. Okay? Does that make any sense to you? I mean, did I miss something here? Let me restate that. These people are not fucking citizens of this country, but yet we have homeless veterans and homeless people out there freezing their goddamn balls off in the winter, and some of them dying in the summer because of the heat, depending on where you are, okay? Yet these cocksuckers get 350 goddamn dollars a day. Nice hot meals, nice hot shower, all the you know the little soaps and the little shampoos and all the, and a nice bed and Nice and clean, air-conditioned, heated, the whole fucking nine yards. Go look up tent cities in these goddamn cities. And you, you see, and you tell me I'm wrong. Don't think it can. Can. Go ahead. Well, all I can say is, if, if they're more, cons- if the Biden dictatorship is more concerned about these illegal fuckheads and they're, they're and they don't give a and and they're 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 deciding to make born and raised Americans sit on the back burner so to speak uh then there's a there's a major problem and, and I'll tell you something it pisses me off beyond belief that these sons of bitches like Biden and his cohorts in the Democratic Party are willing to let homeless veterans remain homeless. They're willing to let homeless Americans, born and raised Americans, remain homeless. 
it pisses me off beyond belief that they're willing to spend all this fucking money on illegals, but not our own citizens, our own people in this country. And I don't give a flying fuck if the, per if the homeless person is black, white, Asian, Hispanic, or pink with fucking purple polka dots. The simple fact is, if they're homeless and they're born and raised in America, well, guess what? America should come fucking first. Mike, are you there? I am here. I just had I just had it muted as I was listening to the clip. So yeah, you're right. Americans should come first, and these Democrats they they're shipping these guys to and these guys these obviously they don't want to hear it when we say they're breaking these people that come to the border and come across the border. They're breaking. The law and 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 uh, the Obama administration is complicit in that. Now, now the complicit doesn't start with the Biden administration. It goes back, but that that's another uh, that's another subject uh, for another day. But these guys and look, if anybody deserves to have 350 or well, whatever whatever it would cost for a hotel whatever the amount they said they were giving these people right a night it's these people that live in tents or live flat out live either in tents in out you know in their cars if they have a car or or live you know under a bridge or something like that. I mean, I know I'm stereotyping there, but that's a lot of these places. That's what they do. They live under bridges. If they're not, if they're not squatting in a tent, they may have some uh, somehow pilfered from someplace. These uh, these homeless Americans, you know, and it doesn't help that they're bringing in more low, you know, low uh, low. Uh, you know, income people to take what possible jobs might be there for some of these guys. I mean, uh, these some of these some of these low income these uh, homeless Americans may or may not want to work. You know, may want to work at some point, but but and if if you're bringing in these guys and you go, okay, we're gonna pay for your lodging at least for time, and we're going to pay for you to do this, that, and the other. But what do you, what do you think is going to happen, right? I mean, frankly, what, they're do what they've done is they've turned this into the, uh, and it's been this way for a while, but Ray Stevens did this song called Come to the USA, and it's like, it's like you know, he talks about, you know, these gringos will play, pay for your baby. They'll pay for this. They'll give you government cheese and all that shit, you know. And it's absolutely true. We care more for people that aren't born here or weren't born here that are breaking the law 
then we care for, like you said, George, the homeless veterans. You know? And that's sad. Back to you. Well, the reality is we are watching Americans every day get shafted. We're watching every day Americans being turned into second-class citizens in their own country. We're seeing Americans, especially those who fought for this country, who served, served in our armed forces, being treated like they don't exist. It pisses me off to no end. There are some agencies right here in Dutchess County, where I, where I am, that are doing the very best they can with the resources as limited as they are to turn that around as far as the homeless veteran situation is concerned. But not every county is doing the same thing. Not every county has the resources to do the same thing. And the federal government is not helping to make it a possibility or even a reality to help homeless veterans. That's why a lot of our veterans are still homeless. And it really is sickening. All right. Gunslinger, I do believe you're up. Well, yeah, I mean, just like I said a while ago, with these, you know, they're, they're catering to these people that are not even citizens here. Okay, that only goes to show you what where this Biden dickhead dictatorship really lays. It's not with the Americans, citizens, people of this country. They're more tuned to saving these fucks, okay, than they are their own people or our own people. Okay? Uh, it doesn't make any sense. You know, it, it's, it's like the old saying goes. Bad is good. Good is bad. Backwards is forwards. Is upside down. Is right side up. Right side up is upside down. It's totally fucked up. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't mind helping other people. Don't get me wrong. But you need to help your own citizens first. What did Trump say? Can you hear it now? America's first. America first. Then, if there's anything left over, I don't mind helping other people. No, no, okay, that's cool. Okay, but Americans come first. But that dickhead up there, look—he's a total screw up. Keeps the borders wide open. Just yeah, come on over, baby. You know, we got a big old party going on over here. Okay, bring everybody, including your goddamn goat humpers. Okay, everything's fine. Fuck you, Americans. Fuck you, the ones that are citizens. Fuck you. 
and let's welcome these motherfuckers that's not citizens with open arms and an open checkbook, by the way. Go ahead. Yeah, I think I think um, I think back to when I was a child. Okay, to when I was a child growing up, and I used to hear about how in this country there was a time long before I was even born when people helped each other, worked with each other to survive. During World War II, there were many folks who were out of work. Uh, some were not. It was a normal, uh, it was a situation, you know, that wasn't normal uh, as far as the balance is concerned because of the war. But it wasn't just the war alone. I mean, let's look at, let's look at the real, the reality here. The government did all it could to make sure that the American people were, were helped. They did try to help as many as humanly possible, as much as possible, while still taking care, while still making strides to uh, handle the war effort. It was a balancing act, and it had, you know, it had moments where it was a little dicey, and then had moments where it wasn't. So now, what you have to, what you have to take into consideration is that was a different era, a different time. When people actually gave a shit about people. Let's look even further back to the day to the to the Great Depression. Okay? The Great Depression. A lot of there, I've heard people say, well, we're gonna hit a Great Depression, we're going there's gonna be an economic collapse, yeah, da, 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 blah 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 blah. Still hasn't happened yet, has it? We haven't had an economic collapse. We've had economic problems, but nothing as disastrous as the Great Depression. And during the Great Depression, you had soup kitchens and bread lines all over the country. Run! There were people running on the banks. You don't have that here at this time. But you still had people that needed help. Everyone helped each other. There were literally neighborhoods that would get together. And if one house had, had a little more than, than, say, their neighbor next door, they shared with one another. They shared resources. They shared food. They shared clothing if they could. But what they did was they, they helped each other. And they helped each other a lot. In today's society, what we're seeing today under Biden is a complete reversal. President Trump did, did one thing so well. He made sure it was America first. Because we can't keep helping all these other countries and neglect our own people. It's just not right. It's not fair. It's not right. It's not 
cool. It's not, it's not the, it's not the way things should be done. Okay, let's say for the sake of this discussion, there's a, a there's a small country that that is having trouble because of drought. Just throw that out there as a, as a as a hypothetical. Now they're having a tr- problem with drought, so they can't grow crops. If we have it to spare, and the farmers in this country say, "Hey, look, we'll send a little. We're willing to send a little bit over there." That's up to the farmers. But don't do it on their behalf and and decide arbitrarily to send more than is needed. Send people over there who who can help make it possible to grow crops, to route water from well sources and so forth, wherever possible. But don't forget that the American people here at home need help first. Our veterans that are homeless, the homeless folks in general, there are people struggling because of this pandemic whose businesses have completely closed for good. There was a pizzeria in the, in, in the shopping mall where I go to do my grocery shopping. He had been there for quite a long time. He's closed for good because of the pandemic. He couldn't make a go of it because he couldn't get anyone to he couldn't he couldn't get anyone to take the job to deliver. And curbside was almost next to impossible because of the way the the mall is set up. So he ended up ultimately closing his doors for good. When businesses close, whether it's big corp, a big business or small, it's a disaster for that business owner because they, it's not only disastrous for them, it's disastrous for every employee they have because now you're talking about out-of-work people. Oh, but the federal government isn't too worried about that. They're making sure that the unemployment benefits are right there. Unemployment is, by by expanding the unemployment benefit, you're giving people a reason not to go out and find work. Now, months and months later, the government is saying, well, in order to keep the benefits you have, you have to be actively looking for work, which is the, which is the way it's supposed to be. But they're still going to continue to get unemployment benefits in the meantime. So a person who's so comfortable because they're making more on unemployment than they are on a regular job, yeah, they're going to go through the numbers. They're going to go through the go through the motions, but they're not going to be very quick about it because the government is putting money in their pocket. So while they claim they're doing everything they can for the American people, they're not. 
That unemployment is just waving a bone in front of a of a salivating a salivating dog. Okay? That's all it is. What about the businesses that have closed? What about all of the people that are that want to work but can't get get but can they cannot be hired fast enough? Okay? Think about that. Now there are jobs out there, but not enough for all the people that are out of work. And what about people who are struggling to keep a roof over their heads? Especially if they have families. And the people who are struggling, those families, to feed their families. Now, while the uh, U.S. Department of Agriculture, through the SNAP program, is giving folks, giving Americans that are on it, extra in the, during the calendar month, that's going to end soon. Eventually, that will end. And it'll only be what you get once a month. While it's a, a nice help, when it goes away, there are going to be you're going to be leaving a lot of folks up the creek without a paddle and no boat to row. So, the question becomes: If the federal government is going to keep is going to raise taxes, which they are going to do, hire more IRS people for audits and all that good shit. And they're going to... Yeah, the only job you're going to get is a federal government job? Look. Biden is a slippery eel. That's all he is. He's He's a slippery eel that only gives a shit about China. That only gives a shit about his uh, friends in the Democratic Party. And quite frankly, he's so dumb as a tree stump, he doesn't even know what is being done behind his back. Why do you think Kamala Cameltoe, the hoe Harris, stands, in, stands off to the side, out of his eyesight range? She's, watching, she's looking over his shoulder to make sure he conforms, that he does what they want him to do. Be a good little puppet. Oh well. He's a puppet. And they're pulling his strings real nice. While the American people still suffer. Go figure. Alright. Let's move on, move on to another clip here. Whoa! What the fuck happened just now? I just got disconnected from the line, and I don't know why. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Please enter your host pin. To start your show. Since it appears you're calling back into a live show, we are reconnecting you now. Okay, some for some odd reason, uh, my Skype hung up on me. So I'm not sure exactly what what the last thing you heard was. 
So I will repeat at least the last thing I remember saying. Moving right along to the next item of clips. Now this next one it has to do with a Georgia judge. Now this Georgia judge unseals. Now get this, gang. You're gonna I found this very, very curious. All right. Um he unseals mail-in ballots in Fulton County pending comprehensive forensic audit. Oopsie. Oh, yes, folks. It's fun time. That's a nut. Georgia is the battleground state where they actually told people that there was, that a, the building was flood. Well, you know what? I'll play the clip. You'll hear what's being said about it. Pay close attention, my friends on the phones, because you're going to want to. I'm going to. I'm going to be picking your brains on what you think. So here goes nothing. The judge in Georgia rules to unseal mail-in ballots, paving the way for a full forensic audit of the votes in Fulton County. Here's one America's Pearson Sharp. Georgia looks to be following Arizona's example as a judge rules to unseal absentee ballots from the 2020 presidential election. Henry County Superior Court Judge Brian Amaro made the announcement Friday in a decision that will see over 100,000 ballots examined as part of a comprehensive forensic audit. The ruling comes after a group of voters filed a petition late last year calling for a deeper inspection of Georgia's mail-in ballots. The voters claim that there was an abrupt spike in votes for Joe Biden that coincided with a sudden loss of votes for President Trump. This was especially true in Fulton County, where Biden's vote count shot up dramatically after poll workers made false claims about a burst water pipe, forcing election observers to leave the building. Despite the evacuation, several poll workers remained behind, removing trunks of hidden boxes full of ballots, sending Biden's vote totals surging past President Trump's. In March, Judge Amaro gave petitioners access to the scanned images of the ballots, but their attorneys said the quality of the images was too poor to assess. Following Friday's ruling, voters will now have access to where the ballots are being stored in Fulton County, and the judge plans on issuing new protocols for how the scanning and inspection will take place. The judge clarified that he had no intention to release the ballots to anyone other than the clerk or the county. According to one forensic expert, they've already identified significant discrepancies in the ballots, including the number of ballots themselves. Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger hasn't commented so far, although former U.S. Senator Kelly Loeffler praised the decision as a big step towards restoring election integrity. The audit will begin at the Fulton County Ballot Storage Facility on May 28th. Pearson Sharp, One America News. Okay, so having heard that, let's get some thoughts from the guys on the phones. Gunslinger, let's start with you. Okay, well, yeah, that's that's all that's all great and wonderful and hip hip hooray. Let's say all these states uh, do find uh, evidence of the of massive massive voter fraud not just one or two but literally tens of thousands maybe a hundred thousand okay votes 
that was wrongfully took away from President Trump. Okay, great. Now what? What they should do is have all those those votes that went to President Trump be credited to President Trump, uh, uh, making him the official president of the United States for a full four years. Not three years and eight months or nine months, for a full four years. And kick this motherfucker out of the White House. Because we all know that we all know the motherfucker cheated. We all know that. That's clear as a as a as a, as a nose on a dog. Okay? Come on. There's a nose on your end of your face. Go look in the mirror. Go take your finger and touch your nose. Okay? That's as clear that President Trump was cheated out of this election. There's no doubt about it. Now, will they do that? That's the that's the sixty four thousand dollar question. Okay. And it would have to go to the Supreme Court for them to rule on that. Look what they did. They fucked the American people this last time. Once again, what's gonna keep them from fucking the people again? If they don't rule properly on the case at hand. They didn't they refused to even even take the case. You you've heard it. You heard the news. They didn't even fucking say a fucking word. They refused to take that case with all kinds of fucking voter fraud evidence just overflowing, just literally overflowing. But yet the traitorous little bastards didn't take the case. Now, with this, and we all knew this was going to be coming, no doubt about that, will they do it this time and kick that usurper out and put President Trump back in where he rightfully and legally? Go ahead. Well, as I've pointed out many times, and it bears repeating, yeah, they cheated. We know that. On rumble.com slash the F-F-N-O-I-B-N, you can go there and find the surveillance video of the Georgia facility, uh, of the building in Georgia, where they were counting the, the where they counted the votes, claimed there was a a leak, a flood, whatever, whatever bullshit story they threw, and also told people we're done counting for the night at ten thirty at night. And after all the Republican poll watchers, poll, uh, counters poll watchers were done, guess what happened? They still counted votes, lots of votes. They had they pulled out from underneath a table a shitload of votes. There were boxes and boxes and boxes and boxes of votes that they counted. Now, the question becomes, will the other battleground states follow in Arizona's and in uh, Georgia's audits they they should i firmly believe they should there is no doubt in my mind now about that and as far as 2022 and 2024 the democrats cheating again don't look to that happening a second time these fuckheads know that the shit's hitting the fan and they know even though they didn't get their hands slapped which they should have 
They know that they don't dare do it again, otherwise they risk getting caught this time bigger than before, and this time getting their not only their hands slapped, but their asses whacked. Get a royal spanking and then some. So believe me, they're not going to be stupid enough to try this a second time. And if they do, I feel sorry for their fucking ass. Because then they will have thrown themselves under the bus. But like I said, it ain't going to happen. They've, they've, they, they saw that they got away with it once. They know now they don't dare try it a second time. Not with these audits popping up everywhere. Mike? Mike? Yo, yo, and that's the thing. Think about it. You know, they got to, at some point, get their hands paddled. I mean, at some point. Now, where's that paddling going to come from? You know, they've... If they don't get anything done to them, they're going to be bolder and bolder and bolder. Now, what can the states do to them? I don't know. You know, I mean, yeah, you can catch them red in the hand and, and yeah, but what is the legal remedy for it? All right. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with these, with these, uh, with these, you know, forensic all. Forensic order. Yeah, it's going to prove that, you know, crap went on. But it's it's one of those things, George. What are you going to do to paddle these people? To not make them do it again? Back to you. Well, one, of the thing, one thing that will happen is it will cost them elections. There are going to be people that are going to look at what happened with 2020 and all these audits that are taking place currently in both the state of Arizona and the state of Georgia. And they're going to look at this and everything that was, all the affidavits, they're going to look at every single tiny piece of of, of evidence and information that has come out about these, about this whole 2020 election situation. And what's going to end up happening is the American people considering what's what's happening in this country right now especially look at what's happening people are getting screwed and it's the democrats doing so ultimately they're fucking themselves and what better way to deal with a problem than to turn around and vote uh, these de- some of these Democrats the fuck out of office. It's really as simple as that. It's time to say, fuck you, goodbye. Especially to these ancient-ass motherfuckers like Pelosi, who, you know, are career politicians that don't give a fuck about anybody but themselves. Politicians are are all... It's all about me, 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 me. Look at look at how good I am. Look at what I've done for you. All the while they're getting rich. While serving in Congress or the Senate. 
So it's, they're a bunch of fuckheads. Look, I'm going to use, I'm going to put it in, in a, in a 12 step recovery analogy. Okay. Real simple. It's like, it's like an alcoholic who drinks and drinks and drinks, right? And then something happens. He gets pissed off at somebody and he goes, well, I'll show you. And he's the one taking the poison. The alcoholic is drinking the poison. That'll show a lot of folks. Well, now let's look at the politicians. Put it in the context of a politician. A politician looks at the American people and says, I want your vote because I'm working for you. Okay. They convince a person to vote for them. They ultimately win an election. And once the door closes to their office, they sit back, they lean back, and they go, Ah, what a bunch of stupid motherfuckers. I I got them to vote for me again. Dumbasses. They don't know what they're doing. But I got the I may I convinced them because I have the gift of gab. Politicians can talk a great game. But at the end of the day, what are they really doing? Not one fucking thing for you or I. All right. So. Last clip of the uh, last clip I'm going to play here. Republican Senator Mike Lee. To rein in big tech with eye toward content. Listen to this one, gang, and Mike, I'll be starting with you after the clip is done, so pay close attention, guys. You're gonna I want to get your honest opinions. Here it goes. Senator Mike Lee is leading the charge in efforts to rein in big tech. Here's one America's John Hines from Washington. We're here with Senator Mike Lee of Utah. And Senator, I wanted to ask you about big tech. I wanted to read you a quote. This is from the former head of the Justice Department's Antitrust Division in uh, President Obama's Obama's administration. This is a once in a generation thing. I don't think we've ever seen this collective concern in the body politic about increased concentration, increased power in the private sector, referring to big tech. What do you make of that statement, sir? Well, there is a significant concentration of power. We've also got new technologies. Remember, it's it's not a, a violation of our antitrust laws to be a monopolist, but it is a violation of our antitrust laws to acquire monopoly status or maintain monopoly status using anti-competitive means. And there are growing concerns that we've got just a small handful of companies dominating entire industries, industries that are playing an increasingly large role in the day-to-day lives of the American people, including how they gain access to all of their information. Of course, you are on the Senate Judiciary Committee's antitrust panel. You serve there with the chairman, which is uh, Senator Klobuchar from Minnesota. She's very liberal. You're very conservative. But I gather that you are considering, along the same lines, some similar changes to big tech. What do you think is in the offing, potentially? What would the, the contours 
of those changes look like from your perspective, uh, working with, I guess, uh, your chairman? One of the changes that I've proposed specific to the tech industry deals uh, with Section 5 of the Federal Trade Commission Act. I've introduced something called the Promise Act. The Promise Act says that for uh, someone operating an online interactive service, say a, a social media platform, for example, if they say one thing and do another thing with regard to their content moderation policies, if they say they're not tipping the scales politically, for example, and then promptly do so, that is a deceptive business practice and, and should subject them to action brought by the FTC under Section 5 of the Federal Trade Commission Act. I think that's the kind of reform that we'd like to see here and the kind of reform that, while not adequate to deal with the entire problem, would be an important first step. Is it likely that this would be a bipartisan action, do you think? I mean, is that what is necessary in order That's to get it? It's my hope that it is. This one's neither Republican nor Democratic. It's neither liberal nor conservative. But we're, we're making progress. Uh, I, I hope that it will become a bipartisan. And Sen Senator Klobuchar is somewhere of a, a similar mind to what you're thinking? Well, you think? she and I both see issues that are arising in this area. We've held a number of hearings. We held a hearing a few months ago on the ad tech space, meaning uh, online advertising and how it's dominated over, overwhelmingly by one company, Google, and the, the market concentration there, in addition to the fact that Google is simultaneously oper operating in several positions, you know, as, as buyer, as seller, as broker, and so forth. And this has created some interesting dynamics. Uh, we also have held hearings regarding the two app stores that operate in the smartphone space and the tablet space, Google and Apple. And the fact that these are, in some ways, a duopoly, in some ways they're two parallel monopolies operating within their own little universe. And I think working with her, you're able to persuade Mr. Cook to appear before your committee, I believe. Is that, is that what Yes, happened? well, he, he, has, uh, he didn't appear before our committee himself, but he did identify a top executive to come and testify. Apple was initially resistant to Senator Mike Lee talking about uh, big tech uh, antitrust concerns and uh, the legislation you're working on uh, in that area. Thank you for talking to us on One American News, sir. It's good to catch up with you. Thank you. All right, guys. It's discussion time. So, Mike, starting with you. Well, you know, it needs to some of the stuff needs to happen soon. I mean, look, they're they're ramping it up again with this whole censorship shit on, particularly with YouTube and things of that nature, you know. And things need to get done until, as as much like it's much like the uh, the what what's been said about the election. If you don't slap their hands, they're gonna keep getting away with it. And frankly, people tell people have said, "Well, it's not an it's not a constitutional issue. It's not whether or not it's constitutional. It's whether or not they make money for their stockholders, which can be true. But 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 both things can be true. What they're doing, and you know what I've said it before, George, what the what the what Google and Facebook and places like that have done." is they created the town square, all right? That's what they've done. And that falls directly under the First Amendment. You're supposed to go out to your local town square 
and be able to, you know, do all things, including preach. You know, uh, uh, you're supposed to be able to go out there and say, oh, uh, Dr. Fauci, Dr. Fauci is a fraud. You know, uh, he don't know a goddamn thing. So, so these people have created the public square and they're controlling it with an iron fist. It's almost like we're looking at Pravda, you know. Back to you, George. Well, I don't know. Gunslinger? Well, I don't know. You know, when you have big tech like that, it's and they continue and they continue and they continue, just like face, Facebook, fuckbook, okay, I call them now because I'm still in Facebook jail, uh, Google, uh, YouTube, all these fucking people that are fucking their own people, the people that tune into this, Google and YouTube and all that other shit, by restricting their rights, by demonetizing um, their users, one of the reasons that the uh, doctor of common sense left uh, YouTube. Okay, there's not there's the shit. There's ten thousand of them out there that's done the same thing. I mean, this is uh, what is this? This is this is what is this highway robbery? But as long as these people are allowed to get away with this shit, it's going to continue to be highway robbery. What happened to uh, of, uh, Southwestern Bell years ago? They got too big. This government stepped in and they busted them up. Rightfully so, because they were becoming a monopoly. Hasn't all these other ones, Facebook, uh, YouTube, Google, all these other ones, haven't they become a monopoly now? <laughs> I think so. It's, it's, it's yay me, fuck you, my way or the highway with them. So, yeah. I'm all for for breaking them up. You're damn right. It's 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 long overdue, okay? Because like I said, originally these these platforms, Twitter, Facebook, you know, all this shit. They they in the interim, they probably was wanting to be a good situation, but they got too big for their britches. And look what happens when you get too big for your britches. In color right now. Go ahead. Exactly. Well, we are just about out of time here. So what I want to do is I want to give my callers the opportunity to render their final thoughts for the evening on what we've covered. And of course, I will render my final thoughts uh, when they're done. So let's start with Mike for final thoughts. I just have one final thought for you, George. And we're going to end, and I'm going to end on kind of a comedic note here. I'd rather talk to Doctors Donald and Daffy Duck than the Doctor Fauci, and I'll leave you on that. <laughs> okay. Well, that. Uh, yeah. Okay. I like that. That's that's cool. All right, uh, Gunslinger, your final thought for the evening. Well, like I said. I, I do have to congrat, congratulate the Texas legislature for passing the Texas, you know, constitutional carry. No doubt about it. 
I just read there it took them eight years. Can you believe that? What the fuck's been going on for eight years? But I guess it's better late than never. The old saying goes. And those clips that you played in the first there only goes to show you why you need to carry a gun. Okay? It could happen to me. It could happen to you. It could happen to anybody anywhere from coast to coast, border to border. Okay? Because these people are not going to stop. I'm sorry, they're not. They're only going to get worse because... I guess they 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 eat more of their Fruit Loops. I guess it's the only thing I can think of. Uh, and it seems like it's getting more and more and more. Okay, I mean, where is it going to stop at? I don't see anything any point that it's going to stop. Okay, anytime soon, anyway. So you know, it's I'm glad we came became the 21st state that um, now has constitutional carry. Governor Abbott will sign that law into into law this week. Okay. And he's already promised and said, he, well, he's pro-gun. He's, he's going to do it. He said, as soon as it hits my desk, boom, he's going to sign his John Hancock to it. And then that becomes law. Okay? So it's it's going to have to go all the way across this country it's, it eventually because where are you going to hide when they try to jack you over or or rob you or beat you just like that place at, uh, at a pizza place for, for all places? Okay. And there's pizza places all over the places, all over this country. Have a nice night. Go ahead. All right. Well, as I render my final thought for the evening, I'm reminded of the way things were, the way things used to be just a few short years ago under Donald Trump. President Trump did everything he could to make America first. Not just make America great again, but America first. And in no short order, under the dictatorship of Joseph Biden, we've seen everything reversed. The clock turned back to the days of the Obama dictatorship. Birds of a feather flock together. The sad reality is we are faced with uncertain times. Because of this pandemic, our country is slowly, gradually starting to wind its way back to where it was before the pandemic. Not everything is happening quickly enough, but let's face the reality. The fact is, things are changing. Mayor Bill de Blasio announced that in the fall, public schools in New York City will fully reopen and all students will be allowed back into class. There are going to be some uh, changes to be sure. There's going to be a lot of the uh, changes that were made during the pandemic, but The reality is New York City schools will reopen fully in the fall. That is what the mayor of New York City said just recently. The CDC's guidelines that state if if you are fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask 
indoors. And that, my friends, was a huge liberation for a lot of us who got the full vaccine. As I said in my talking points, and I believe I did say this in my talking points, for the first time in the entire pandemic, I was able to go into the store this past Saturday and shop without the necessity for a mask on my face. I got a few stares, to be sure, and that's fine, but I wasn't the only person going through the store without a mask. I'm glad to see that's happening. Businesses don't have the right to ask you for proof that you've been vaccinated. And many are not going to. Because it would be a direct violation of your HIPAA rights. So I'm glad to see things are starting to slowly come back to a semblance of normalcy. But do not be fooled. The government, under the control of the Democrats, could easily change all that in a New York minute. And we, the people, must stand forever firm in wanting to see our country return to normal. It may not be a full normal like we would like, but at this point, if I don't have to put on a, a face diaper, I'll take it. And Governor Abbott, I hope someone in Texas watching or listening to this broadcast, be it live or in archives, tells you exactly what I'm about to say. Please sign that as quickly and as expediently as possible. Give the people of the state of Texas what they've long deserved and what, they're, and what they've longed to have under the Constitution. The right of the people to keep and bear arms should never be infringed. And we, the people, should be the ones to say with a loud voice, and I have a feeling we are saying it with a loud voice, this too shall come to pass. Our rights will be protected. Now, one last little item before I go calling this a broadcast, and that is this. And I will see if I can pull this up here. In the state of Florida, Governor DeSantis signed into law allowing people to sue big tech for deplatforming. I'm not going to be able to read the whole story, but I just wanted to give you that headline, and I'll save this for tomorrow night, for the Tuesday night edition. In the meantime, for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. I'm George Sinzer. Thank you for tuning in. And my thanks to 
Mike from Louisiana, Gunslinger from the Lone Star State, and all of you watching and listening by archives. Y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful. And if you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. Until the Tuesday night edition at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time, on the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. Thanks for watching and listening. From the Firefox News Online Headquarters in New York. Good night, everybody. And as always, it's time for that all-important close. Which means I gotta go pull it up here. So let's see here. There it is. And away we go! Thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part, without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner, is expressly forbidden. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved. You can catch Firefox News Online Monday through Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time on the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. Go to MeWe.com slash Firefox News Online or Gab.com slash Firefox News Online for the links to the live broadcast. And if you have any comments you'd like to send our way, we'd love to hear from you. Write to comments at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. That's comments at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. If that email address is not working, the host will inform you to use the alternate address, and that is comments at journalist.com. Once again, that is comments at journalist.com. The views and opinions that were expressed in this broadcast are that of the host and those who call in, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or these broadcasting services. The use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division, all one and the same, adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. Once again, thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Let it be written, so let it be done. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye.